Welcome back to the One It's All podcast. This is episode number 86. Austin's with me. We'll be recapping the Super Bowl, Rihanna's halftime performance, F1, Adam Sandler, Nashville, and whatever else comes to mind. So join us and let's get into it. Austin, what is going on, my friend? Good to have you back. How you been? Oh, been doing good. Been doing good. Been enjoying the basking in our glory of us calling some great picks on the Super Bowl. Yeah, we it's we haven't this we haven't had a chance to really talk about that Super Bowl yet. I got to give us both pats on the back here. We called it though. Like if you go on YouTube or anywhere where you get your podcasts and listen to what we called for the Super Bowl and pretty much throughout the season. We did we did fairly well, my friend. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of the season review. We had to take yeah. a week off so I could regain my voice. Yeah, me too. As well, yeah, but yeah, that was a great game. Yeah, in terms of Super Bowls, that was up there with the best. In terms of the game, because like there, it, it shifted so many. I mean, in that first half, oh, I thought the Eagles were going to run away with it. it. It looked like that, and then you saw all of a sudden, you saw. The dust getting kicked off. Patrick Mahone started mm-hmm. to get going. But then, dude, that ankle. When they numbed that thing up at halftime. I am wondering what he got shot up with. I have a feeling I know what he got shot up with. Uh-huh. But, yeah, because yeah, I was like, oh, he's done. And the way he – I mean, they could not be stopped in that second half. Oh, no, they couldn't. It was it was rough that first half. Yeah, that it, when he went down and then they, they stopped him and then he came up limping, I was like, oh, boy. Yep. Philly's going to run away with this thing. Oh, for a second, I thought I was just like, the way that injury happened, I was like, oh, no, don't tell me he snapped something. That's what it looked like, yeah. a tendon or something like that. And then it was like, nope, here we go. I'm like, yep. And they okay. came right out. I remember when that second half started after the halftime show, which we'll talk about here, uh, I, I literally went to the bathroom, like, what, like got a snack there. I came back and Chiefs already scored. I was like, what? Yep. I was like, now we got a ball game. Because I said at halftime that in order for the Chiefs to have any chance, they. I was like, I'm not putting the whole game on this drive, but in order for this to be a game, they have to score right now. I didn't think they were going to do it that fast, though. Yeah, they need they needed to score. They did, and then they just got the ball rolling, and it was just like, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. And then it really came down to, I mean, that last drive in the fourth quarter, I was thinking Philly was going to get the ball back with like a minute left. And that's where that holding call yeah. that everybody was calling him. So your thoughts on that holding call? Was it a hold in your opinion? So when I first saw it, no. I th- yeah. But then I had someone text me. I was like, dude, did you see the angle that showed the hold? I'm like, what angle? Mm-hmm. Apparently there was a clip that was shown from a different angle that didn't go on the main broadcast. But it shows really? he had a whole handful. And that's what caused him to twist. And I'm like, oh. And it was within the first five yards, which you can't do. Yeah, like, you got to let him like, get out of okay, his break. That, yeah, of course that's a flag. It sucked in the moment, but I feel <laughs> like middle of the game, I would have been completely fine with that call. I thought that what was it, Bradbury, the yeah. defender for the Eagles, when he came out and admitted that it was a hold. Yeah, I think he just that you couldn't have asked for it. He didn't come out and complain about it. He knew no. the time. It was very for the kind of game that it was. It was anticlimactic the way that ended that way. It it was. I was. I was honestly kind of hoping it was going to go into overtime and Me too. Patrick Mahomes could throw the extra 50 Because it was yards. such good football. I mean, oh, yeah, it was great. And also, it would have made it where I would have hit on the parlay. Yeah. Because everyone knows this. If you listen to the podcast last year, we made you money last year. Yeah. I do fi- I do a one $5 bet a year on the Super Bowl since gambling is legal in Tennessee. That's the one time of year I do it. And I did my pick on this one and it was the same one that we had talked about mm-hmm. and hit on all five parts except for Patrick Mahomes throwing 290 yards. Did you hit on did you did you win anything this year? No. I didn't either. But I get weird with it though. I start taking all these like weird bets who's going to score a touchdown and all that kind of stuff and it just becomes a fun way to just give away money. Well, and <laughs> also really, that's what they do. It, oh yeah, it really is, but then also at least I got my bet was covered cuz of FanDuel. Mm-hmm. I, I got You're my good. $5 back mm-hmm. so we're good. Yep. Not never going to complain about them, but yeah, the ending of that game was anticlimactic in terms of what the game was like. Oh yeah. But it was the yeah. right call. I oh, mean, it was. It was. I just couldn't believe they called it. Like, I really couldn't believe it. Yeah. But if you look at the break that Juju would have had. 
Oh, he was wide gosh. open if he yes. if he didn't get held. So you, I get where Philly fans are, but you shouldn't have blown that lead. No, you shouldn't have. And quite honestly, the thing that kind of shocked me the most is Philly's run game wasn't wasn't there a factor, non-existent, and they got no sacks. Yeah, which, remember I said in the in the last podcast that we did that they lead it in sacks, and you go, eh. Yep. I mean, I knew, it meant nothing I knew, in that game. I knew the two 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 teams they played twice, which is was your opening pick. The Washington Commanders were supposed to win the NFC East. I, I went a little bold otherwise, with that. and I won that one. Go big or go home, man. But their offensive line was trash, and the Giants' yeah. offensive line was. I felt yeah. like they had a little bit of. Uh, Atlanta Falcons in them in that second half. They were pressing a lot more than what that their offense was just free flowing in the first half. Oh yeah, it really was. Now, in your opinion, was that J- Jalen Hurts's kind of justification for paying that man long term, or are you putting him in a debt category, or where do you see him? I okay, you you need to pay Jalen. He will be your long term quarterback. I don't. You shouldn't pay him what Danny Dimes is trying yeah, to get paid right five million. Forty-five million. What in the? Why? why? I get I, it. I they made the playoffs. Well, and this was the thing. I was talking to someone yesterday, uh, two days ago, and they said, "Well, and mind you, he's a Giants fan, so he's like, yeah, you ought to pay him forty-five million.'" I'm like, "Why? That makes no sense." And pay then, him and Saquon. That's half your. <laughs> yeah, and then but then he said, "Well, the reason why is because in two years he'll be back at the in like twelve, fifteen, and on the most paid list, and that's where he ought to be." I'm like, "No, he needs to be a twenty plus yeah. paid. He hasn't pay showed him, you enough." Yet. But let's not go crazy. Yeah, it's like okay, should he be paid like twenty five? Okay, I, I can see that. They were talking about cutting him before the season started. I would have been okay with that too. I get it. He had a good year. The team made the playoffs, right? But pay you him getting wrapped years up with back to back set up for that. Forty five million is going to strap the team in a lot of different ways too. I mean that that's what Aaron Rodgers has been doing with the Packers the last few years. We see how that's turning out. Yeah. So, all right. What were your thoughts on uh, Rihanna's pregnant halftime show? I mean, okay. For all the young guys out there that don't know any better, let me educate you on something. When you are a guy, you never ask or say, is that woman pregnant? <laughs> you never, ever, ever do that. You Texas gentleman, you. In the middle of that halftime show, I turned to my wife and I asked, is Rihanna pregnant? Yep. Because we couldn't tell if it was yeah, like the a Yeah, the beginning, par- everybody was like, what is going on? Well, we couldn't tell if it was like a parachute or something. She was going to like pop up yeah. or something like that. And then I just asked her and she's like. Little she, Wayne was going to come popping out of the. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I up. mean, and the fact of the matter is that this is the first Super Bowl I can remember. You didn't have a guest. Yeah, that's the thing. And they she did multiple songs. Like she had a Jay-Z one. Yes. And then there was uh, another one with Drake. And then another like bring somebody out, at least one person. You and Jay-Z was there, Drake was there. You were just like, yeah. okay, come on, come on, come on. I get it. On. It was her first performance. I'm not dogging her because no. I think I actually like Rihanna. I think she's entertaining. I think she can sing. I, I once I realized she was pregnant, because at in the beginning, I was kind of like, she seems like she doesn't give a shit. Like she's just kind of yeah. out there, but I'm not judging a woman for doing a performance like that pregnant. No. Like, I, I, I know how the pregnant people that I've known in my life, oh, yeah. how hard a regular day is, let alone being on a stage like that. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure when they found out it was too late to turn back. Yes. So what she did, she at least tried to be entertaining. Like they yeah, could have used did. a little more flair. In terms of over, if I would, if I just had to rate the performance, I would rate it as, eh, it was what it was. It was just, she it, came out, didn't really do any. It wasn't great, but. How great could it have been? Like it, it visually, it was great, but visually, if you're looking for like a all-out performance with a ton of energy, you weren't going to get that. Yeah, I'll say this um, because I did lean over and Sarah was like, "I don't think she is." She looked it up, didn't see anything, and then mm-hmm. the first tweet popped up and said, yep. "Rihanna's pregnant." Yep. She's like, "Oh yeah, she's pregnant." I'm like, yep. "Okay, thank you. I, I don't feel bad about saying yeah. that now." Um, but then the biggest thing was <sighs> compare that to last year's. Halftime show. I love last year's halftime. Last show. year's halftime show set the bar of where yeah, it, it, it the production, the stage, everything, the cameos, yeah. people popping out. This one, yeah, did not make the mark. It did. It didn't. It didn't. But it reminds me of the Who. Yeah, from a few years back, and at least they brought out somebody. 
but Rihanna did, and I understand why. It was visually fun to look at the way they brought her down and they did all all yeah. that. That was cool how they did it with the dancers and everything. You could tell they were trying to take the focus off yep. of the pregnancy and having her at least still be able to move around a little bit. I just I think halftime shows get a little over criticized, like for what they are. I'm like, just it's just a 20 minute show. They get out 30 there. 30 minutes in the Super Bowl, get it right. Huh? 30 minutes in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and and oh yeah, and uh and they said more people watched the Rihanna show than the Super Bowl. Like they said it was like 117. I believe that because I heard a lot of people talking Rihanna, 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 which I, I get. She hasn't performed in what, seven years? It's been a minute since yeah. her last album came yeah, out. Yeah, and and for what she had to deal with, I thought oh, she yeah, did fine. Yeah. It was great. It was what it was. It's hard to top last year's. I mean, isn't that what we always do? But it like well, it was what it was, and it got her money because they don't get paid for those acts. They get paid a little bit, not a lot. But they get paid they get paid like different ways, like her streaming through oh, the yeah. roof. Well, this was the first time that Apple was the founder of the halftime show for those of you. Oh, that's right. Know. That's right. Yeah. And used to us and it's Pepsi. always been Pepsi. Yeah. For as long as I remember. Yeah, because I think Jay Z's company, Live Nation, is what does and that's like he runs all that, keeps yeah. the hip hop. Now on the flip side of that, so Rihanna, no judgment here, you did what you did. Chris like Stapleton, I'm not dogging up. Can we talk about Chris Stapleton? That's what I was going to right now. Holy shit. Chris Stapleton lived up to every expectation of it. Like Chris Stapleton, bravo, my friend. Like, can can we get it? Can we get a country act to do the Super Bowl? That's I'm sure they will at some point. Get Kenny Chesney, get, um, if you did Kenny Chesney, Tim McGraw, and then, uh, Luke Combs. Well, you know, that's why they're starting to build a stadium here now. Oh, wanting that, that because they would love a Nashville Super Bowl. Well, you know, so for the longest time, for those of you that are that don't know, Jake's in real estate. I've been in real estate before. I'm not currently. I'm in finance now. But the longest for the longest time, the reason why Nashville hasn't been in the rotation for having a Super Bowl every year was because they didn't have enough hotels. Oh, that's the thing. Now Nashville has built up over the last ten years where they have enough hotels. They had enough hotels starting about three ish years ago, but now you have enough very nice hotels. That level is up to that next level. But the thing about it is, you have to have a stadium that holds. I think it's eighty thousand. I don't like Nissan Stadium. I think it's eighty thousand, and it has to be a dome stadium. Yeah, and like the thing with Nissan that I don't like it is it doesn't wrap around. No, it doesn't. Like, that's frustrating. Well, what's frustrating to me is we, we both have talked a little bit and mentioned uh, this, speaking of real estate, but the Nash, the Titans have now have a new stadium coming. It looks great, amazing. The graphics are up and everything else, but the current stadium holds 68,000. The new stadium is only holding 66. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. They went down. Yeah. And More I'm, sellouts, but... Yeah, I mean that I I understand the sellout point and everything else. And back in the day, you had for those of you don't don't know, back in the day you had to sell so many tickets so it would be a sold out crowd, mm-hmm. so that you would be on live TV. But now that's not the case, especially with YouTube. Thank yeah, the thank Lord, God, take that away from Sunday Direct TV, ticket. Jesus. Uh, Direct TV, you're in a little bit of cash trouble now. Yeah, just saying. maybe you should have adjusted when it rains that your super all the games don't just stop. Yeah, but you know how frustrating it was to be at the bar for direct tv with the satellite and it starts raining and all the games start flickering i'm hoping youtube takes care of it package cost a year that was ridiculous youtube man jesus they are running things but i look at it now and i'm going okay but the tight you had to have a bigger a bigger stadium than just sixty six thousand. i know and it looks like a big top golf it really does. Like which there's I nothing understand. really special looking about it. Well, there it's there, the plans have been for that South Broadway to come over and everything else. Me and you've talked about it, but uh, and whether or not Nashville gets a MLB team is still up in the air. It, nothing's been concrete. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, the soccer team's about to start again, and they are a hit. Oh my gosh! The like soccer, they, we're, we're going this weekend. Shout out to y'all! Y'all been Nashville awesome. soccer team. Let you guys are about to rev it up. I think the opening game's on Saturday. Yes, because we got invited to go. I think on the eleventh of March, mm-hmm. and that'll be I, I, where we are right now. I could, we can ride our bikes there. Yeah, that's I mean, what we do. Like, and have did you see the black all the Johnny Cash yes, uh, black jerseys? See all black. That's good. See, and, I knew Nashville when when people were asking me should they get should they invest in the team. I'm like, they built a, a the biggest soccer dedicated stadium in the country, right in the heart of Nashville, right? 
of course it's going to be a hit. They just got to get more concerts and acts in there, I think. I think once they start doing well, Guns N' Roses is coming there in like two months. Oh, my gosh. I was talking to someone about that today. The biggest thing that I'm surprised at, though, is why didn't you make it where the soccer stadium and the Titans shared the stadium? I know. Like, they did at first. I know they did. Why great. did they? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. When it, they first, first started up, they did. Yeah, Nissan. Yeah, it was cool to have those seats. But that stadium, have you been yet to the Geodis Park? No, I need to go in the oh, next it's few weeks. It's I've driven by it a ton. It, it's just a brand new stadium, which you got to love. It doesn't have all the piss and shit all over it like Broadway does. Dude, I was down at Broadway uh, last week. I got invited to go see Adam Sandler. Adam's- I know, and I'm still pissed that you got to see that, and I didn't. Yeah, so I, I didn't know it was last week. So Kevin James came out and was the opener for him and everything. Yeah, but... The thing about it is, it it it, 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 it I, I I've been watching Adam Sandler for twenty five years. Like he's oh, yeah. pretty much, and he's still just like if you, he's like some people hate Will Ferrell, which I don't get. But with Adam Sandler, he was it was just a good show. Yeah, like, gets out there, he plays. But afterwards, finding an Uber on Broadway, oh good, luck. I didn't realize. Like I know weed's not legal technically in Nashville. You wouldn't tell that by walking around Broadway. I was just in Colorado. A couple times, oh, and people aren't just walking around smoking joints like they are here. Well, you know why? Because the Nashville mayor made it where the cops aren't allowed to arrest people unless they have over yeah one point five ounces, which I disagree with. I mean, you have different views mm-hmm. on that, but we always have puff. I puff away, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I just couldn't believe the smell, and like I was like, "What?" I was like, "This is interesting." Oh, I was down there earlier this week on Tuesday. And I had to like take care of some stuff at um, uh, Fifth and Broad, which Fifth and Broad, Fifth if you and have never awesome. been to Nashville, it's a really cool spot. It really is. Yeah. They did a great job. We were just at Banco, that Mexican place. Oh, yeah, yeah, had yeah, there, yeah. Went there for a couple of drinks before the show. But Adam Sandler killed it, bro. Like that that guy, it was it was just a good show. Yeah. Now the next big one coming is Nate Bargatze. And oh, yeah. like he's going to be he's going to be good, too. Like he, he did the whole Chris Farley tribute. At the oh. end, which was, dude, gave me chills up my spine that he still is incorporating, talking about Chris Farley. You know the song he did on Saturday Night Live? Yeah. He did that whole, the whole state, the whole arena just lit up. It oh, was absolutely it fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. I, some people were like, God, oh, it was, I thought if you're just an Adam Sandler fan, like he talks about Botoxing his dick. <laughs> and then the, the, the flip side of his, he, he thought it would make his dick look young. But it made him look like he had a small dick, and he was always hard. I, I can't. I can't. We're going back to sports on this. <laughs> yeah, Adam Sandler. All right, oh. back to uh, Chris Stapleton. Yeah, he he absolutely killed the show. I thought the overall, what the Super Bowl was, people are always complaining about, like, remember the Patriots-Rams game a couple years ago that was, like, no scoring? It was, like, all that defense. That was great. It was great. I like, the, I like a good defensive battle, but in terms of entertainment value, I thought this one nailed it. Oh, yeah. It had everything you needed. The commercials weren't too one-sided. The commercials... That they, they, they yeah. just were not. They're just not entertaining anymore. I, there was no Doritos commercial. I know. There was only what two beer commercials. Yeah, what the, the movie previews weren't even good. No, and like I'm, I'm over here, and we grew up in the golden age. Yeah, we really did. For those of you that yeah. are youngin, and those of you that are older, you remember this. But you youngins, there's a thing called Budweiser. I know it's hard for you to believe, but Budweiser, the Clyde sales. Oh, they, those they didn't do a Clyde sale, did they? No, and those were the best commercials. Money's tight, man. Economy's tough. Inflation, man. You Ooh. can't do these commercials like you used to. But some of them, I was just like, that, okay, that, that's what that commercial was for. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. like honestly, the ones that stood out to me the most were the ones uh, that the Christian organization put out. They were actually the, good commercials. Those were great. I But it made me upset knowing that some people were probably angry to see that. And, it uh, was a good message. Yeah. It was it was about... Uh, it was essentially, Jesus loves you. Talk stop arguing someone. with each other. Yeah. Like, chill like, out. Yeah. If anybody can, like... I, that's the message that I got from it was it showed people yelling at each other because yeah. we're in an era now. Where if you don't believe what I believe, I get to call you names and yell at you and you're an idiot. Where did how did that happen? That's not the way it should go. So that the no. message of the commercial, but you, you everybody's so activated by everything these days. Like if you let words bother you that much, you got a lot of hurt and oh, to come yeah. down. There. But then we got to the point. So Super Bowl happened and came and went. But then we had the after effects. The after effects were the Eagles lost their offense immediately. Offensive and defense coordinator immediately. You're going to see how good Sirianni is next year. 
or how bad. Because they're going to lose some players, too. Super Bowl, you always lose players. Oh, yeah. But then on top of that, on the Chiefs' side, you lost... The enemy. The enemy. Which now... I don't understand how he did not land a coaching gig. I don't think he wanted coaching one. Because like the article I was reading before he came over, he, he wanted to be an OC. No, but this was the thing. He interviewed for every single head coaching job. He actually interviewed? And got passed over and there were no sorry he well he's not just for, the oc with washington interviewed, i think for one or two and then got passed over didn't even get an interview for the other so i'm over here going are you kidding me he's not just the oc either he's the assistant head coach so yeah and he's helps. also him and andy reed make the play calls and he actually i think uh the enemy calls most of them if i remember right mm-hmm. now <laughs> I, in terms of he's going to struggle because i you start with Patrick Mahomes to get a right. I think he knows. Coaches get fired or hired every year, right? Like, I think he's aware. Like, so you go to a situation with Washington struggles next year. Ron Rivera leaves. He's going to be prompted to head coach. That's why he's the assistant head coach, right? And they have some upside potential with Snyder probably being on the out track. They're, they're going to get sold at some point. They, I mean, they, they I don't have know too many to. toxins. I don't know who to. Somebody will buy them. Oh, okay. Knowing our luck, it's going to be the Amazon guy. <laughs> I think it could p- potentially at some point, and this is a segue into, did you add the rock could be in play with some friends? He can't legally. He can't because he owns the XFL at, for now, but if they turn the XFL into a fundamental or, or uh, a uh, feeder lead. Yeah. And that's they, what they're trying to do. Yeah. But that's not going to happen because you're only, you got a thing called the USFL. Yeah, the USFL too, but the XFL's got a unique situation because they got the ESPN contract. And they, did you know they only signed one year deals? Yeah, because the at USFL. the end of the season, it opens them up to go to the NFL if that's what they yeah. want to do. Which so, I think is it's nice. It's a start. Yeah, um, I, I look at it also, and I go, okay, we have spring football. That's nice. Mm-hmm. We don't have to deal with this weird limbo where you don't have playoff basketball, you don't have playoff hockey. Mm-hmm. And we're not left in a limbo until March when we get March Madness. Yeah. Which and then March Madness and all that. will yeah. be legit yeah. this year. I agree. But Are you a baseball guy? A little bit, but baseball doesn't really get into full swing until you get into middle of summer. I know. I, I love playing fantasy baseball. Like It's such a nerd out because you actually feel Dude, like you're running a team. You but have to do on fantasy baseball. It's it's too many weeks for me. I can't It's that. great. You can make moves every day. It's not I like football where you that. make a waiver wire claim once a week. You can find studs to. It's just a. It's an analytical thing, which I love about it. Okay, speaking of baseball, are you a Rangers guy? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. a Rangers guy. But I speaking of baseball, we're gonna get on an interesting topic that we hadn't talked about. All right, real quick before we get into yes. that, what did you think of the XFL's opening weekend? Promise or yeah. I think there's some promise there. I think that they need to needed to make more people aware of it because. I didn't catch on until late Sunday night. No. I, I, I'm honestly surprised with the networks that bought into it that there were more people in the stands either. Because at the end of the day, you still can go drink and watch football. Yeah, I mean. The in thing, a big arena. Well, the thing that I was surprised at is I'm going, I'm over here going, why didn't you put a su- ad in the Super Bowl saying football's not done? Well, they did with the USFL. XFL yeah, the USFL, but they didn't with the XFL. No, they didn't. I didn't even know it was starting that fast. Can we get like, yeah, that's, and that's where they always lose it. Right. Your advertising was horrible. Yeah. I met, and you got to pinch pennies. I get, it looks legit all the game. I do like the kickoff thing that they do. How much money are you making every film? Huh? You're the rock. Yeah, exactly. You're good. How much money are you making? At least 30 mil. I would imagine he's in the 30 mil range. Uh, Super Bowl commercial is what? uh, Five, five mil, five, 10 mil minimum. 30 seconds. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, throw some of your own money out there. There, boom. I do love the, what they do with. I do like what they're doing with the kickoffs, where you can't move until the player catches the ball, and it gives you a chance to block. It's different. Whether and then it's they have a three point play, where oh, yeah, instead of a I two point conversion, you go ten yards out. All that's all fun. We're gonna see how it plays out, it, but that's what they're doing. Well, the ten yards out—that's flag football rule. Exactly, <clears throat> which is fun. It's fun. It's fine to watch. I just didn't like it before when they had Vince McMahon doing it. It was just too wonky. Like it was just. I like the Vince McMahon era, but that's another story. <laughs> All right, what were you going to get into, my friend? Well, uh, speaking of baseball, we're one of the most dominant pitchers has still not been signed in the last two years. 
Do you remember a gentleman by the name of Trevor, Trevor Bauer? Bauer? Yeah. You know what he did or what he's accused of, though, right? Yes, but you know he got acquitted on all of it, too. Which is weird. So it's just And there was age. a quote-unquote shadow band on him. But this is the year that it was lifted. And nobody's signing and The Dodgers got rid of him. Yeah. And I'm over here going, okay, if you are a team like, let's say the Texas Rangers. You guys made some moves this offseason. Well, wouldn't you take staff. a flyer on him that he can still pitch? I mean, I, somebody will at some point. Once I mean, all the things start ramping up. Granted, he is killing it on YouTube. Shout out to Momentum and Trevor Bauer and all you guys. You guys are doing an awesome job. But I'm over here going, like, if you're the Boston, if you're the yeah. Yankees. Ra- the Rays. If you're the Rays. Like, if you need a ace, wouldn't it at, be? At value, that's something to prove. Yeah, wouldn't you take him on a flyer? I think he will get picked up, and it won't be right now because it'll be too big of headlines. I think you wait for it because they got to secretly get him signed because of the wokeness and everything nowadays and all everybody getting canceled. I think what will happen is somebody gets hurt, and they're like, oh, let's get – and they'll make a whole thing about it. And I think the one – I think there are two teams out the there. The guy's too good. I think there are two teams out there that would have uh, the cojones to do it. And those two teams are? Boston. The Yankees. No. Rangers. Yeah. I think both of those teams. I think the Astros could, Astros are just too locked at that. Addition. Yeah, they and the, the Astros are doing nothing to attract anything negative after because they're still Oh yeah, that, they're still they're still after cheat gate. Yeah, I mean they, whenever you legit caught get caught cheating. Oh yeah. Because you can make the argument with the Patriots and Brady and all that. I think that was overblown. They mm. legit got caught doing some shady shit. Oh, everyone ha- uh, it, it like it, it goes into the F1 saying, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah. And F1 is always trying to break the rules. Don't you Don't you have, is an F1 going right now? So it all, we have all the cars released, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, are we about to get an Austin F1? And guess what? Today was the first day of running for everybody. Break it down. All right. So first day of running, you had Max Verstappen, of course, Red Bull, number one overall but testing is a little weird testing is like Catan in a way mm-hmm. for those of you that haven't played Settlers of Catan <laughs> Settlers of Catan is a game where you are trading you are hiding your motives and it's the one game out there that it is kind of encouraged to lie in yeah you know, be about right it's like being a head coach yeah, yeah. nothing yeah. they ever say is true it's like football you gotta keep some stuff hidden well Formula One's the same way it is a sport and you look at it and you go, okay, well, in testing, everyone can see their car for the first time. Mm-hmm. You only get so many days of it. Do you really want to be pushing your car to the absolute limit? Or do you want to keep some stuff kind of hidden and be like, eh, well, we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. That, that was kind of today. I mean, you had some feel-good stories out there. You had Fernando Alonso with Aston Martin, who was a midfield tier team last year uh they've moved up quite a bit williams is coming back into the realm and now but you still have ferrari red bull and mercedes still battling out so i think it'll be a good year but i mean you you got a lot of stuff upcoming so it'll be good so the new season is is what's starting right now right it's starting right now you have testing this week and i believe what's the where's the first race i believe the first race is next week if i remember right give me one second here and how many uh total races are there in a season it is uh next week where it is in uh bahrain that should be fun. How many races are in an F1 season? So um, they were going to be doing 23 races this mm-hmm. year, most ever. But China got in a little bit of trouble. Oh, you don't say. I'm surprised. You know, I, that, know. I mean, really? way to drop the balloon oh, on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. I, I guess they sent some balloons over someone's house. <laughs> um, too soon? No, not really. Um, but, yeah, so they lost their... Uh, race this year so f1 will be doing 22 what races. did they do is it just typical china stuff i mean china do what china does Ch- china do what china do <laughs> <laughs> but the icing on top of the cake is the final race of the year guess where it's at where viva is it? i've Las heard about Vegas. this yeah that's gonna be cool oh this track is amazing it's going down the strip you can still t- get tickets but guess what it's gonna cost you a nice 10 grand to get them no shit oh yes 10 grand 
And I wonder, I bet you the hotels are taking advantage of it too, because I'm sure you can watch it from oh, the, the hotel block. without so, time. Because it goes I, on the strip, right? Me and, Sarah, me and my wife's brother, John, we looked at some tickets, and it was going to cost ten grand total for me and him to get a hotel and get tickets. Jesus. That is five grand for three days and one race. That's too much money. That's way too much for a normal person. Yeah. Flesh like, is tough, man. Oh yeah. I mean, but I think it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be good. It's oh no, that that that's gonna be big and I'm it's gonna be a big broadcast. It's gonna be all over the place. Everything in Vegas is just done different. It I is. think that's gonna be a big deal. I mean, just to imagine those cars just whipping down the strip. Oh yeah. It's gonna be unreal. I mean you got in Formula One, you got a lot of good stuff coming in. You've got Andretti and General Motors. Looks like they're going to be coming in soon. Mm-hmm. You got Audi coming in and buying a team. I heard about that. And then Porsche is still trying to find a dance partner. But then Porsche. the biggest one that got revealed is Ford is partnering with Red Bull starting next year. No way, really? Yeah. Ford's getting in on it, huh? Ford's getting in on it. They should. I, I, Whether it'll I be wish anything. That Ford and Andretti would have done that. That's what I wish, but. Eh. Not everything can go our way. I know, I know. I can only hope. <laughs> but, but yeah, and then, uh, I mean, and then other than that, that's kind of your Formula One wrap-up going in. A little different pace you went this time. Normally I, I did. You fly I through it down a little bit for those people. You know, you got that You got relaxing. that real laid-back chill. We had the chill. I mean, next, next time I've got to do like the 30 seconds like I normally do. But, I mean, I will say this. You need to look at, so... Liveries. What does liveries mean? I had to educate you earlier. Yeah, break it down. It's liveries, you said, right? I never heard of this. So liveries is how is also known as a kit for those soccer people out there. We mentioned soccer earlier, or for us NFL guys, Mm -hmm. jersey. Yeah, it's the different. It's the different attire that they wear. So the cars have different liveries every single year. It's a little bit changed up. And I mean, you've got to look at these. Some of these liveries. Some of them are hysterical. Oh, I can imagine. Stupid. And then some are just like chef's kiss. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. It's going to, I, I've been meaning to get more into F1 with each year. Like I know a little bit about a little, but not I a lot about on, a lot. I keep on dragging you in too. I know you're not the only one either. Everybody's like, you see, I'm like, I don't know. It's hard to get restarted with a whole new thing and like learn the racers names uh, and it's all that, that kind of, I do like watching the races though. It's I just, I don't have the investment as I would if I was watching any other it, for you, it's kind of like tennis for me. Yeah. God, I love tennis. I'm a good Wimbledon. <sighs> you don't like any kind of tennis? I played tennis a little bit growing up. My dad oh, actually really likes playing tennis. Who was your Who was your favorite player growing up? I mean, even now, I still like Federer. Yeah, I do too. But, I mean, Nokovic has grown on me over the years, but even then, I'm just like, eh. See, I was grown, I was groomed with Sampras Agassi and all that, Boris Becker, all that in Wimbledon. You're throwing out some really old names. Bro, there. like I remember watching those matches as a kid. I was like, this is tennis right here. This is 101, dog it out, hustle. That, that's the thing about tennis and like, bo- oh, boxing. I hate. Oh, th- you to, got some stuff coming up. All right. So let me just get this out of the way because I hate that. This is in no way advertising this thing, but. I yes, love boxing. Is. I do. The sport is at such a low right now with things. Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. <sighs> this Saturday night. Uh I I because of the money and all that, I I I I I think Jake Paul wins. I do. I dude, I've YouTubed and watched the Tommy Fury fights. There's nothing impressive about the man. Other than he's the brother of uh, Tyson Fury, who's Tyson Fury is the man, by the way. What that guy addresses mental health-wise and everything that he talks about and how he he's honest, and I'm a fan of the guy. And the way he gets knocked down and comes back up. But I just it gives me the feeling there's too much money behind Jake Paul. That's one thing that in boxing, you always got to follow the money. Unless it's like the George Foreman fight where he comes out and they're making a movie about that, by the way. But I I just picked I just think there's too many things behind. Now, with Tommy Fury, though, if he loses, he's got to just go away. Don't try to fight again. You lost to Jake Paul. But if he cleans his clock in the first round? I would love it. Oh, and we all would love it. We would all love it. 
Yeah. And it, you could take that as hate as you want. I just, in. So, okay. Does Tommy Fury get the uh, Charizard around Jake Paul's neck if he wins? I hope so. I God, I would wish. And I think they're doing an all or nothing bout too. Like the loser doesn't get anything. Oh, Jake Paul today on ESPN called a fourth round knockout. He said, bet the mortgage on it. Now the guy's a good promoter. He, he really is. is. He is. Him he and is. his brother, whatever you want to say about them, I respect their hustle or what they're doing. They got the right people behind them. Have they done some things that are not Have cool, they done some shady stuff? Yeah. And they just know, I, I just know the best thing that Jake Paul did or for him was Conor McGregor didn't take him up on his offer. That's that's something you don't want to go down. I, mean, I wouldn't go toe-to-toe with Conor McGregor. Con- if Conor McGregor... That fight would have ended probably within the first two rounds. Yeah. Conor McGregor would have been cleaning his clock. But when Jake Paul comes out and says that he can beat Canelo Alvarez, stop. Stop. Canelo, Canelo Alvarez Canelo, will take you out before the, fir- before the first half minute. <laughs> Canelo is a little older, though. Not really, though. He's so powerful. And he, he's a legit boxer. How, like, old, how old is Canelo? It, it doesn't matter. What no, I'm, I'm saying, a- I'm asking. I'm I, I, he's early 30s, I would imagine. Oh, for some reason, I was thinking he was in his 40s. Yeah, no, hey, Jake Siri, Paul. How old is Canelo Alvarez? 32. Like, yeah, uh, Canelo would clean. No, it, it wouldn't even be fair because he's an elite boxer. He's yeah. an elite boxer. Like, and, that, and I think that's the whole thing behind. The, well, I, the funny I feel thing like, is, like Dana, Dana White has personally told Jake Paul, if you want to step into the ring, we got a guy named Francis Ngannou that will beat yeah. the living crap. They just for, out of you. now. One thing I gotta give, I gotta show some respect because from all that I can tell, is he trains as hard as he talks, which I respect that. That's why I was always a Floyd Mayweather fan, but it, it's different skill sets. I have no issue if he's genuinely trying to be good for boxing. If mm-hmm. he lit, but I don't think it is. I think he's. I think it's a show. It I like is. legit. Grew up on legit fighters, boxing. This is what they, and if he can do it five years from now and he becomes heavyweight champ, I'm all for it. He would. It just Tyson doesn't feel Fury, that way. There's to me. a guy named Tyson Fury that's in his way a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't see. I people aren't going to take it serious. Even if he wins this fight, it's going to be. Enter- they're fighting in Saudi Arabia too, so you imagine there's underlying things going on there too. I mean, I'll say this: if if he legit, if if. if. Jake Paul wins. Do you think Tyson comes in and says no, it'd be too easy? And Jake Paul's so much little smaller than him. Well, no. Then Tyson could literally say, "Hey, I'll put my belt on line. Let's go." Mm-hmm. Just to kind of get just to shut him up. Revenge. Yeah, because if he wins, he's going to come out and just go. He's going to talk all crazy again. Oh, he will. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I I wish he was bringing more of an attention <laughs> to boxing rather than a YouTube until he gets labeled a boxer. People aren't going to take it seriously. He's never going to get labeled a boxer. He could. Eh. Very small percentage, but that's why I said his what he's doing for boxing, if if it's legit, he'll be around five years from now, and he'll be in some legit fights. But as of right now, you can't. The dude can't sit there. Yeah, you're 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 producing an entertainment, something for somebody to watch this weekend, right? You talk you talk enough trash, people will watch. You keep things interesting. You whatever. That's where Floyd Mayweather shined, but Floyd Mayweather was an elite talent. Like yeah. he trained like everything. With him, I it's just a show. It's a show. It's rather than an actual sport, and that's where. Well, and this is the thing I look at too is like for us, we remember when Floyd Mayweather fought Conor McGregor, and which was a uh, and which was a sideshow. And well, and Conor hung in there for not six seven rounds. But I a lot of that is because and, Mayweather let him. I don't think so. I, I'm telling you, bro. Mayweather well, well, does that. Okay. Connor historically has been good in early rounds, not late rounds. We both know that through different fights and everything else. Nate Diaz is a great example of that. Mm-hmm. But I look at that and go, okay, if Floyd, after that, because Floyd was supposed to fight in the octagon against Connor next. Yeah. I knew that wasn't going to happen. Connor would have destroyed exactly him. four ways to Sunday, and it's because it's a different aspect. Mm-hmm. Now, all that being said, I look at this and I go, okay, Jake, you're talking a lot of trash. You're allowed to. But you need to stop it. Stop. Because you either need to stay in the YouTube world or the boxing world. There's not a going in between. And if you do, hey, you might be the first, 
but you'll never get to the point where you could be if you gave up one to get to the exactly. Like, because if you start literally fighting legit boxers, that's a whole different monster. He literally just came out and started. Like I said, I'm giving him a small chance because he seems to train hard. And I give that respect because you're at least putting the effort in and you're trying to work towards it and everything he's saying he wants it, but it doesn't, it just feels like a YouTube show and people are, I'm not paying for any of these fights. There ain't no way in hell. They're not getting me. Mm -mm. I'll I'll check it out. I'll keep my money. Yeah. Cause if you watch them, they're all just got, when did like Le'Veon Bell and all those guys start? What is happening? That's not stop it. Everybody with these exhibition boxing matches, Adrian Peterson versus Le'Veon Bell. Like people not that happened before. And then you're bringing all these sideshows. Didn't legit boxers that literally fight him? out of their situations and they have to fight for a living that's insulting to them mm-hmm. and they're not getting chances unless you're putting money back into the sport like if Jake Paul were to win like 100 mil and then start a boxing production company and take it and go full in but it just doesn't feel it just feels like a sideshow I miss genuine legit boxers going toe to toe like they actually have solid reputations and boxing has fallen off that way, though. And that's where MMA picked it up. Well, okay. So since we're talking about people kind of highlighting a sport, mm-hmm. have you ever heard of a team called Wrexham FC? Yeah. That's the Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, right? Yeah. It's always sunny. Have you have you watched any of their games or kind of paid attention? They're right there, though. They almost Didn't they almost get promoted? Last year, they did. They are one game behind before being automatically promoted this yeah. year. And they're they're doing a U.S. tour next year. Uh, this year? Oh, it's coming through this year. Yeah, yes. yeah. Duh. It's only February. Yeah. And I want to go to one of their games. Absolutely. Like that actually interests me. I think Ryan Reynolds has a house in here in Nashville too. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he does. I think. But I mean, that shows you the value of going in, supporting a team, but but going full in and committing and saying, "Hey, we're doing a culture change. We're changing things up." Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen the documentary. That's fantastic. Go watch it. It's yeah. one of the best ones out there. Yeah. But it can really change your aspect on it. So. Oh, and did you see Ted Lasso is like a week out? Season three. Please don't be the last season. All, all things you. point to the direction that it is. I think it comes out March 15th. Yeah. And I can't wait. It's oh, going to be so good. Thank I, it, God they did that show. Oh, my gosh. Can, can we? That has been the best show the last three years. The, it's, the final, it's the only show that works as a feel-good show without any agendas. Yes, it does. And it's been great. Yeah. People are allowed to make shows without agendas nowadays, people. Settle down. And it shows you the great potential it has, too. Yeah. I, I don't I don't see it ending. I could see them doing spinoffs of like the coaches, because everything is spinoffs nowadays. Like, if, even if Jason Sudeikis, which I don't understand, unless you just don't have good writing, why would you end it? Because it's... Or pause it and bring it back. Okay. Well, think about it this way. In Friends, in The Office, in all those great Frasier... Seinfeld. What seasons do you remember the most? I don't really remember seasons. But typically, you look at it and you go, okay, this sec- this was the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah. And it's normally the it's first- usually like one to three. One to three, one to four. Yeah, those first three or four seasons. Like Walking so Dead was a good example of that, why too. Why wouldn't you stop while you were ahead? Yeah. Yeah. You can say that about a lot of shows, though, right? That's true. And Barry Sanders is a great example of that in football. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's a god still. But, I just watched a highlight video of him the other day. Oh my gosh. Those cutbacks and those jump steps. I mean, stop you, it. You look at him and Emmett. That is something that has not been seen in the NFL. You won't see it anymore time. either because nobody. There's no straight running backs are getting thirty carries a game. Well, anymore. okay, so we get to dive back into football for a minute because now we get into the off season. Yeah, and you get into trades and acquiring and who's this? Where will Aaron Rodgers play again? Where's he going to go? Titans cleaned house yesterday. Did you see that? Yes, I did. I hate to see Taylor Lewan get cut, but injuries. I don't. It, it's it nothing to do with him. That, that that dude's cool, and I love their podcast. But awesome with the boys. Big shout out, Will Compton, Taylor Lewan. Yes, major shout out to you. Yeah, you guys are killing it. Now, all that being said, though, did you see that Tampa Bay and Dallas have been flirting with one another about a trade? And what trade is that, my friend? Have you not heard about this at all? I haven't. Oh, do not tell it's for Dak. Just get ready, y'all. You're going to want to watch his face reaction on this. We would be trading Zeke. Stop. And Mike Gallup. Okay. For Mike Evans. What? Yep. 
And we would get, be getting a draft pick, too. I personally want nothing to do with Zeke. <laughs> personally, I, I've never been a fan of the guy. He's he, not. A, he doesn't seem like a good locker room guy, for one. And Mike Evans is I a staple confirm, in Tampa. I, I can't. And we'd be given a draft pick, too? A late one, like a seventh. Yeah, but still, no. No dice. To put in perspective for y'all out there, um, you mentioned it. Zeke's... Um, how should we put it? Extracurricular activities? Yeah, he's just not a likable dude. He looks like an Ewok, for one, from end of uh, from Return of the Jedi. To put it in perspective, um, more and more stuff is starting to come out about Zeke's time in Dallas and his habits, which this most is- of us that lived in Dallas already knew about. And What's the difference between him and Leonard Fournette at this point? I'd rather bring back Fournette. Or ride out the rookie we had last year. I mean, if you guys got Zeke, then you get your third down, just dive back. No, no Zeke. Tampa, I swear to God, do not lose Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. and start going off the rails. Bringing in. What's Zeke Elliott going to do? Worry about the defense and that offensive line, not Zekeel Elliott. Come on. I mean, I'll say this. We should have never signed him to a long-term deal. Me and yeah. we've had many discussions about yeah. this. I understand and I understand Dak, but not Zeke. They, I they gave in I him. still don't understand Zeke, uh, Dak for that much money, and I have never understood Zeke for yeah. that much money. That was Jerry Jones trying to appease everybody. No, that was Jerry Jones thinking he was in the 90s and not <laughs> laying down the law no. like he should have. I'd, I'd take Tony Pollard over him all day. Uh, yeah, everyone would. Um, no, I, I disapprove of that trade. I do not want it. I, it would deflate my any kind of optimism. I, optimism I have because I mean, what if you just did? What if you did Gallup for Mike Evans? I don't. It depends. Not straight up. No. Why not? I, they both have head knee injuries. They're both making the same amount of yards. I'd rather just keep Evans. If we're going to build around, at least you can still root for him. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I get his Texas connections. I I understand that. Like, I don't mind trading anybody. Just not that. Like, if we were to trade him and get even draft capital, like a, a two or something like that. I think at this point, Dallas is just trying to unload Zeke. I agree. I, they're going to do everything. like, But I don't want that. But I also saw that we're looking to move Godwin, too, which I think has more value. I think you put Godwin in the right situation. That Who's yeah, a quick Godwin hitter team? Godwin keeps on getting injured. That's yeah. the problem. If you have a quick hitter, like somewhere in like Arizona, I could see Godwin going. Because Kyler Murray's going to get the ball out quick. Make or break year for him, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, that and then, like, who do you think is on the hot seat the most going into this year? At out player of, or coach? Out of player and coach. Because uh, I, I have a very strong opinion on this. Well, your Cowboys, I think Dak is a make or break. Like, I think he will mm-hmm. be. I think if he has another lackluster year and they don't get far and they do, so I think he'll be gone. I don't um, think he's the hottest one, but I will say McCarthy, this. If, it, like, if Hendon Hooker is there in yeah. the second round, Dallas, you better take him because God. Titans are going to try to grab him because Malik Willis isn't it. No, um, he's not. Hot seat. Kyler Murray player-wise, I would say Kyler Murray, if he does, if he underperforms again, they'll move on, give value for him. I'm trying to think of who else would be on the hot seat. Uh, There's a player that is hotter than Kyler Murray. Who's position? Quarterback. Not Aaron Rodgers. No. Jimmy Garoppolo. No. Oh, Russell. Bingo. Yeah, Ru- duh. yeah Russell, Russell has Wilson. On the hottest seat, you're, you forget cooking. Your kitchen's on fire, buddy. And, and I know you have been doing. You're a professional athlete, so I'm not telling you what to do. But in terms of fandom, I would just advise him not to try to do too much because the bar is so low going into next season. And I mean that in a realistic way. I'm not dogging you because I actually think he's a good dude. For He's nerdy and he's goofy. But I think as, as somebody you... In terms of athletes to... If I had kids to mirror after, I would, I'd would i be completely fine with them trying to model themselves after Russell Wilson. He seems like he at least has good morals, values, works hard, values all that. He's... The, I've never seen a player go from so high to so low in terms of perception. All he needs to do is show some improvement next year, throw a couple more touchdowns. Now, they have to make the playoffs next year. Yeah. If they don't make the playoffs, then. But he he could like, but he's there long term. They've committed so much to him. 
you just got to give the, t- the fans. And I think Sean Payton's the perfect thing for him. I think Sean Payton is, but I also know Sean Payton wouldn't hesitate in a heartbeat to say, I need a better guy. No, I agree with that. But yeah, you're right. In terms of hotness, it doesn't get any hotter than Russell Wilson. Let's ride. Yeah, because I'm wondering, I'm trying to remember. Do you remember what his buyout is? It's a lot. I don't I don't know specifically. Um So um post July 1st of next year it is um or sorry, post June 1st of next year it's only 35 mil. Oh, that's not too bad. I can write that off. Yeah. Yeah, they can do that. All right, my friend. Well, let's wrap this episode up here. We're pushing about almost an hour, which I don't want to put the fans through too much. Oh, with you, us. we got to let them have a little more. A little more. What do you, you got anything else you want to add before we sh- we close up shop here? I There's mean, always going to be more. Call, Call of Duty League is back in full swing. Oh, here we go. You have the second. Uh, actually, you have the Dallas Major coming up, which that's been really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Just some of the drama there and everything else. That's been really good. But, I mean, I think the best thing that we can do this time of year is just start speculating about the draft. Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean... Combine will be here before you know it. Yep. And I'll, I'll ask you this. Here, here's your have to give a hot take. Who's your number one draft pick? As of right now, I have no idea. Really? I Like, I, I haven't... I. I haven't taken the time to really look. Be, I, other than what they throw around with their nine mock drafts that they do every, yeah. like you just don't know. Like everybody, I hear the Richardson kid from Florida's moving up the boards. Uh. The, the kid from Kentucky, I, 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 Chicago. I see them trading it to get assets just because they're so depleted all over the board. Instead of taking the kid from Alabama. I, Bryce Young's going to the Texans though. I can pretty much book that Texas are going to unless somebody trains up to take him. And I see Stroud going to Indy. I can see that. I think if you were smart and you were... For the Bears, do you think Fields is the future? No. Then you got to take a quarterback, first pick. I agree. The running and all that's entertaining and fun, but what, what, what... Tell me a, a game where Bears fans were happy with the end game. Other than, oh, did you see Fields ran for Yeah, because nobody was open. Exactly. And that's the problem. Like, I get it. You guys want a quarterback so bad. And every, nobody wants to. The guy, he looked good. But they still lost all those games bad. Like, not close. No bad. receivers. Doesn't look good throwing the football. No. Like. His mechanics are horrible. So, Chicago, you really. and you're, It'll be very telling. Because the, it, the Bears, in my opinion. This is also the same team that traded up for Trubisky, so I don't know. Like, all right, so more, more likely Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson ends up on another team. Aaron Rodgers, really? Yeah, I think Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. I could see him leaving Green Bay. I, I can see that. I can see him go to going to the. Rangers. I see Lamar Jackson getting a huge payoff for Baltimore because there's so much pressure on Baltimore to keep fans in the stadium, and they love him out there. He won the MVP recently. If I had to pick, I would say Aaron Rodgers is moving. I could see him coming here, too. I would say Lamar would move first. Really? Where do you see him going? I think there's a team that's down in Miami. Really? You think they give up on two of that fast? I think that they would swap two for him. Oh, yeah. They, most teams would. I don't see Baltimore doing that, though. I could see them doing that because they could get a little bit of a pay cut on Tua. They'd get... a. I would say arguably as good of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now, Do you put Lamar Jackson with those receivers? Jesus. Jesus. But then I also look at it and go, okay, well, what if Lamar goes to the Raiders? Raiders are getting somebody. I know that. Ra- Raiders have to. But where does Derek Carr end up in this whole weird side? They keep saying the Saints, but I don't see it. I see. I think it's going to be a team. We're going to get the alert and be like, holy crap. He went to San Francisco? Really? I could he, see something like that because he's he played in Fresno. Patriots? Huh? He went to the Patriots? He could. I mean, that Patriots locker room, like, I feel bad for Mac Jones. I do, too. And I feel bad for Zappy too. They, they, their offensive coordinator last year was Patricia. He's no good. No, and, like, if you are, I'm sorry, but if you are in the Patriots organization and you're Bill Belichick, how do you not see that you've got to get an offensive coordinator I know. in there? Bill knows. He knows, but like, why didn't you? Why didn't you try to snipe the enemy? Yeah, believe me, Bill knows. Oh yeah, 
Patriots are going to be just fine. They're they might not. That that's an organization I would want to play for, even though it, it, I like discipline like that. And yeah. I think I, I like the it's like the Spurs of the NBA, Duke of college basketball. They all have a system. You play the system, and they have had nothing but success. But yeah, I mean, I he's got to get somebody in there to give that team some spark. I could completely. I I'm hot take that I will see though that I could completely see happening is they find a way to get DeAndre Hopkins. I can see him. Yeah, but what like. You have to get an offensive coordinator. Yeah, but you get an elite receiver. That's the thing that they don't have is they don't have an elite receiver. They don't have an offensive coordinator. Yeah, but DeAndre Hopkins makes quarterbacks look good. An offensive coordinator makes the quarterback look good, too. <sighs> Why are you the way that you are sometimes? Because I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. You got All any right. parting shots before we close up shop on this yet another episode? We said we were going to try to go maybe 30, but we're at an hour now. So, Well, I will say this. It is nice not to have to owe you my bottle of 10 year. Yeah. That, no kidding. Right. Yeah. We called it. I mean, Hey, yeah. I, I will say this. I need to bring it next time just so you can have a sip. But All right. Yes. Yeah. One last thing uh, before what's one thing sports wise you're looking forward to coming up. Formula one next week. Yep. You got some CDL stuff. So call of duty league coming up, mm-hmm. but honestly, I'm kind of interested to see how the XFL does. Yeah, me too. Week. XFL and then and then the soccer here at the MLS. Yeah, and then, and then you're almost at March Madness. Yep, you're almost. Yeah, there. it's like just get here when it's here. It's here though. Yeah, and that bracket. Not wherever I'm at, oh. I'm putting myself on camera right now. You're not getting any productivity out of me that day. No, no, no I mean, who who's going to be productive in that fir- the first two days? The first two days, it's like being in heaven. I hope our office is productive. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, my friend. I appreciate you coming on again. Don't forget, wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, go follow. Make sure you go follow. Subscribe. Just do that for me, please. Let's get the followers up here. We got a lot of big ideas coming up. More followers leads to other things. Want to tell on Instagram, want to tell com. I mean, you got me at Topsider Sports, but then also we might be tossing in a Twitch here pretty soon just to kind of. Yeah, yeah, we're we're working on some things. Uh, But I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to us babble on for however long we do and don't act like you don't agree with a lot of shit that we say. All right, until the next one, guys. Love you guys. See ya. Peace. Yeah. I told my squad we gonna make it out one way or the other. Yeah. Some hoop dreams, but no jumping like I'm at them. My pen is too clean, so I had to stick with rapping. My life is hella deep, dog. You couldn't even fathom. My goals are like Twitter, you can see I'm staying at them. I'm trying to be the goat. Every day I'm chasing ghosts like I'm Danny Phantom. And I can sell a nigga, but I'd rather sell a hit. It's my niche. And business sent the beat, so I had to hit the switch. And now you're all in. I ain't on the fence. All these rappers peep my game. I ain't talking Twitch. Man, I'm trying to get rich. I'm trying to make my wrist match the plaques I started from the bottom, I ain't going back Told all the dogs, we gon' make it out I would never fall, you can't take me out I'm popping like a zig, I'm breaking out And I am hella lit, you want a couch They said I wasn't good enough But they sent one near and not the other And they don't wanna see me shine like they close the shutters But when I said I'm top five, I didn't stutter I put the six on my back like my name is color And I got the game in my hand You would think I'm wearing cutters They were sleeping on me like they tucked in some covers But now I got everybody woke like they BLM Now it's over like I'm pressing sim It was looking dim, I slim like M It was sink or swim, they hated me but loved them Yeah, they put me in the rough, but I was a gym Told all the dogs, we gon' make it out I would never fall, you can't take me out I'm popping like a zig, I'm breaking out And I am hella lit, you want a couch Everybody dissing me, even yes, Jules I admit it, yeah, it kinda hurt It was hella cruel, but I use it as fuel Ain't no turning back I told Matt cut on the Pro Tools And I'll never stop going in like I'm Quan Yeah, I'm working to dawn Cause I know that I'm the one I'm a king like Vaughn I gotta keep a bag on me just like a carry-on And people hate, but I carry on Like a wearer son I'm a couple years in, but I've only just begun People thought that I was done They was looking for a fort I was coming up short but I never did a board. Now I'm popping like a cork. I'm champagne sipping.
got them clicking. I remember days when people wouldn't listen. I was contemplating quitting, but now I'm dripping like a gutter. You know that's where we came from. Yeah, I took a couple L's. Now the only ones I take is when I face some. And I just got a new deal like I'm Taysom. You think it's scary now? Wait until the tape comes. Told all the dogs we gon' make it out. I would never fall, you can't take me out. I'm popping like a zit, I'm breaking out. And I am hella lit, you want a couch?